Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Monday, July 24th. Folks in Germantown going through it. Uh, they have lifted water restrictions for some residents, not all. I have two Germantown residents here. Uh, at some point, we will discuss and get updates from where they are with this water crisis out there. AAC Football Media Day is going on. Can't wait to hear from Tigers football coach Ryan Silverfield and the gang. I believe they'll speak with the media tomorrow. Seth Hennigan among the unit, the Tigers unit dispatched to, that's in Arlington, Texas, this year, the AAC Football Media Days. Um, this hurts, but we're going to have to get through it. On Friday night, Memphis TBT, Beale Street Boys, took my breath away. For the wrong reason. Mm. Sweet 16 trip was on the line. It was there for the taking. Up 21 in the third Damn it. Yeah, that was tough, brother. Man, it was just so, I'm not even going to lie to y'all, it was so Memphis. Yep. The way we blew that thing. Oh, my Lord. Then I went, went and watched on Saturday night Memphis 901 FC. A Memphis-like meltdown. Up 2-0, lose 4-3. So on back-to-back nights, I'm invested in the city. Was not rewarded. Well, my investment was not re- John, I got no ROI. On that, like, like ROI, like you talk about all the time. Yeah, no, you didn't. I we'll, got no return. We'll we'll get into that here on the show. Busy weekend, as you mentioned. Uh, TBT over with. Uh, everybody has reported, at least for the Memphis side of it, right? Everybody has reported to training camp uh, in the NFL. So we are uh, full uh, full bore in the NFL. So we'll get into that here on the show today. Jason Fitz going to join us at one twenty-five. Talk to him about the NFL. Uh, a couple uh, news and notes items over the weekend there. Josh Jacobs uh, took a flight out of Vegas and is not uh, apparently coming anytime soon uh, to Raiders training camp or to the team. So we'll get into all that with him at 125. Got some respect burgers. If you can find them, I know the, the there's a national meat shortage. Uh, on, I was ready. I was, was going to hand them out after uh, Friday night when we went to Sweet 16. Yeah, but uh, I had to pull something back. He'll you'll find a way somehow uh, at one o'clock, and uh, and also Jason said the end of an era uh, as Twitter is no more. It is now officially rebranded to X. It was already over for me. X dot com is now what uh, is that? That's the name of the thing. Elon's just ruined it. It's the name. It ain't of even the... fun to go to anymore. It really it used to be the place to be. Now, like like I, an old club. I would say that predated Elon. In, in, in a lot of instances, right? Like it, it's, it was, it was going, it was on the way down. We were yeah. using other apps. Yeah, it was getting old. Um, but he has wrecked it. Do you think X will 
will become like the 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 new Twitter. Like it'll just be where everybody stays. And or do you think like I mean, Threads lost everybody. Threads did uh, you know came and went. It was off. It's hard. It's hard Looked to like catch TikTok. on. Look like TikTok. Look like TikTok. It's that's it's, what, it's where I'm putting my money. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. I don't, I'm not buying into X. That's safe, man. Take TikTok is a safe bet. There's no doubt about it. Um. So anyway, that is uh, that is the show today. But we do have. Uh, some items to get to from over the weekend. Let's do cap or no cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now it's cap. I'm going to say cap. For no cap. I'm going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. That was the most Memphis ending ever in the TBT for our Beale Street boys. Is that cap or no cap? Well, well unfortunately, it is uh, It is no cap, and, and I will be uh, totally transparent, as I always have been, uh, I said on the show on Friday that I wanted to bet against them, uh, and I did. I did bet against Somebody them. I bet against Memphis. Yeah, I bet against Memphis, and I'm pissed because uh, it should have been an outright victory. I got them at minus four, and they uh, and they pushed. So the aftershocks won by four, which means it was a push. Had I jumped on them that morning, they were three and a half. I would have uh, I would have gotten that bet home. So that's the difference, Jason. That's the difference when you wait sometimes, and that line moves, that number moves, the value goes with it. I didn't care. I thought it was going to be a, a blowout, quite frankly. Uh, and again, you know, my logic always is: uh, none of course, of, you'd start with this. None of those guys have ever been to a Sweet 16. Why would they start now? Mm, you, I mean, it's just the truth. I mean, you guys get mad if you want. But um, boom. But it's it's definitely a, a, it was definitely a, you know a reasoning for my logic, and I was once again proved right because yeah. you get up 21 and you don't know how to close the game. Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's what you want to tell us about how you, you know. I didn't you, watch it, honestly. All, I mean, I watched, like, the end of it after Jeremiah got hurt. I watched, I know, like. I know you did. Yeah, because y'all are like, I got updates from you. You were like, oh, man, they killing. They killing. I'm like, yep, all right. They were killing up 21 in the third. I text you I need a second half rally, which I knew was coming. I don't. I got too serious with this last week. You did. You you. I gave you, like, a real breakdown of Adonis's game. And, yeah. Well, because there's a. There's a because as it went on and they won, John, I got more invested. What what a lot of people don't realize is there's a 37, 38 year old Jason Smith in there uh, that that really wanted a run for the guys that he once upon a time covered. That, that is so accurate. It is it, he's right, y'all. Is that right? Is it wrong? Not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. I actually think it's very easy to understand. You know, you like those guys. You cover those guys Dude, closely. Cover those you got guys. to know Adonis all the way to high school, uh, in, in his house. McDonald's All-American. Yep. Know his parents. Yep. It's t- wanted something big for them. Right. Guys. Hey, why not you Why know? not give them a crack at 65, 70 grand, right? Just to finally, uh, you know, win something together. That's why it's harder for me to just have a wise crack and move on from these guys. No, I you know respect what? To, me, that. to me, they're more than players, John. That, that, that they're is, guys that helped me with my career. 100%. Respect that. They were not that for me. I mean, I, I like all those guys right. personally. And that's understood. And that's understood. I don't not like them. And, but, and, and I love them. I like them. And they let me down. And they let you down. Like, they, let, they let us so, all down. So as someone who was not watching, like, how do you, how do you blow a 21-point lead in Bro, it's it not even was full so quarters? There were the, everything that it takes, everything in, just in Memphis lore in terms of meltdowns we've seen over the years. So missed free you, throws. All the ingredients were there. Missed free throws. We had injury in this instance. Yep. Jeremiah Martin late gets hurt in that game. And listen, guys, Jeremiah Martin was leading you with points 19, but it felt like he was getting his hand on every ball. Wichita State was so sloppy. They were ready to quit. It was over. The crowd wasn't cheering. You're up 21 in the third. Jeremiah's getting his hand on everything. And when, when he went down... And at that point, Wichita State had closed it up, I think, to a six-point game. Oh, man, you just 
you you knew. And so uh, I don't need to tell you all the gory details. Mm. 21-point lead. Crowd starts going crazy because obviously it's in Wichita State. They were the one seed. And Willie Kemp, the the head coach, and you, you knew it when he said it, the mic caught him. You know, don't take any shots uh, uh, before 15 seconds because they had built this big lead. And Willie Simpson, well, okay, we're going, we're going, we're going to sit on a little bit, not take any ill-advised early shot clock shots when we got a 21-something point lead. And that sort of, I, I'm not going to say that that's what killed him because again, I tell you, Jeremiah Martin injury was the death nail. But but that sort of change in playing not to lose, it was a mentality. They had gone after Wichita State. That change in attack was sort of, it, it was, it was thematic of the way they played the rest of the game. So by the end of it, man, you had, you know, Sean Tigers taking threes. Everybody's trying to do it themselves. Typical the one-on-one stuff. Man, even Wesley Witherspoon. Uh, he summed it up best. All that damn hero ball, man, shaking my head damn. Hero balls, what undid us, huh? How get... many times have we written and seen that story? Yeah, a lot, actually. In Memphis sports lore. Yeah. Hero ball. But again, that you know, you know, Jeremiah gets hurt. The dude was, he was killing Man, Jeremiah, a general out there, had us had us locked and ready to go to the Sweet 16. And they took him out. And then they won again, by the way. Wichita, Wichita won State, again. they wrote a whole uh, article about it and everything. It was well, they're playing at glorious that. Glorious for them. Like, they, like there's literally it's nothing awful. else to do in Wichita State, Kansas. Like, so everybody's there, right? So it's like a true road environment. Like, it's a, it's a very unfair advantage. Again, I knew going into this thing, our bigs were the question mark. And they were. Right. You know, in the end, that ended up being probably our biggest weakness. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Sean was battling for all he could. He hits his free throws. I mean, he's almost 40 years old. 39 years old, man, still gets up there and knocks down his free throws. But by the end of it, we were not playing together. Yeah, like Sean Taggart should be in, you know, uh, big three. I mean, it's just the truth. Like, he's like, this is, he's probably, he's got to be the oldest guy, one of the five oldest. Because I know Sonny Weems was playing, is playing for Arkansas. I don't know how old he is. Sonny is Sonny, 37. Memphis, yeah, he's up there too. So he's older than Sonny. So I mean, again, I mean, I can, Sean, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. He he did every, you know. You're 39 years old, man. 21, man. We're gonna go to the Sweet 16, guys. It's gonna be a party. Was it gonna be a new? Well, I region? guess only Taggart had been that far of the of the guys. Oh, that that's were true. On that yeah, team. that's true. Sean he Taggart. Was had, she's been to a championship. But, but for Chris, for Jeremiah, right. for Adonis, all those guys that you know missed out on. Ugh, ugh. Maybe next year get your dancing shoes ready. That's what we'll see it. For TBT 24, brother. Will you Will you be on the uh, – Every time I get sucked in, don't I? And, I said and, it this year. And, I said it because y'all burned my kid last time at El Marone and, and me and you'll get, as the one seat. You'll get sucked in again next year because they'll uh, adjust. No, and, not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not putting my dancing shoes back on unless we get Chris Jones. Okay. Uh, well, he's got he's got a team. He's got. Hey, why is he playing with the Jackson, Tennessee team? I don't know. They probably offered him more he didn't money. Even playing for Louisville. I know they probably paid him more money. Like so, if you're uh, if you're the GM, because every one of these teams has a GM. Hard play was not the issue though. Isn't it? What would you? So okay, you you've identified that the big bigs, play was the issue. We have to attack it. We're, okay. We got bigs walking around North Memphis right now, 34, 35 years old. Okay. out there, give us more. Okay, so who who would you target then if if you're the GM of the Beale Street Boys, like a uh, like a Memphis guy, a Tiger guy, like who would you go after? Somebody from BTW. Okay, just some to, of those old BTW guys. Did Rasul Baloo? Did Hyman help us? Some of the old bluff guys. Did Mark Hamas Hyman help no, us? No, he came in, got a flagrant one, damn okay. fool. All right, so we ha- we got to move on from him. 
We got to move on. There's just, I mean, he, uh, my man, I, and I understand if you're trying to win a TBT game, but he, 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 he threw the elbow. He's lucky he didn't get thrown out. We need Austin Nichols to get in shape. There's one. That's who you wanted me to say. Well, is that am I, am I wrong, am I wrong or right? We could use him. Yeah. Need some skill down low, don't we? Does he still have it? Oh, I think he could have it if he got serious about it for six months. Where's Markel? This is probably beneath him. Markel Crawford? Yes. Man, he's not a big. You said guard with the issue. I, Chris Jones, Mark, whatever. We can do better. Okay. I mean, like you said, though, I mean, Adonis and Chris is a good, like, building block, right? Jeremiah's a good no, building I, block. I, I guess you're, I mean, we got our, our perimeter. Yeah. I don't know, man. It hurts. I, I, I erased about eight tweets. I was so mad. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do that to these guys. You know, that's tough. Where's they Tark got, Black? Where's he at? Can we not get him? Doing working for the foundation. I, don't, I, I mean, overseas. I think he is, he's, not, he's not playing for the Kansas team. You're right. Tarek, Austin, Shaq Goodwin. Shaq Goodwin. Get Shaq so Goodwin just, in that just, thing, bro. We upgraded. And, I, you know, again, Taggart, the high school basketball coach, 39, salute. Exactly, exactly. You, ser- you served and you served well. <laughs> we need to move on from him and Will. Well, I think Will organizes it. He's like the organ. Well, Will can just become the GM. Will can be the GM of the thing. And get paid, and because because there that that is a, that is honestly that's hard work, right? Organizing it and getting all these dudes. Like Arkansas had like three guys decommit on the week of the thing starting, you know. So it's it's not easy to round all these dudes up and and get them to practice and take it seriously. So I mean I think that's a, that's a real part of maybe that's why his on the court play might have been impacted by the by the duties off of it. Just to, I'm just trying to you know. Add some context to the situation. I, don't, I'm, I, I can't. It took everything I had left. Yeah. Well, uh, salute to uh, – It was as Memphis as any meltdown we've ever had. Well, I mean, we're used to second-round exits around here, so it's uh, it, it's just more I'll of the same. i the one-liners to you. It's just more – I figured you'd have about five more. Uh, it was just more, it's more of the same, man. I mean, there's uh, that, is, that is synonymous with Memphis basketball. We'll second round exits. We'll dancing shoes ready for 24. Right. Like I'm ready to get back up off the mat. Well, it's like, but you don't have to worry about going dancing for like, you can you leave it like 9.30, right? That's the Memphis basketball way. So you don't have, like, you don't even really have to worry about that much. I hope we can break the curse. Come on, Penny. Will, it's a big I, year. Will, I love you. It's time to move into a GM role. <laughs> this man has retired Will Coleman. Live on the air. Unbelievable. I, I, I rebuke this. We have to move on, Memphis. We, it, we move. We it, have to move past this. It's Will Coleman's decision. People were hurting. I saw the Facebook Man, Tiger people basketball. were not hurting, people bro. People in Get the Tigers basketball you are fan out of control, page dude. on Facebook were hurting. There was about 20 of us. I'll be honest. This is like the most self-serving. That rooted for those guys. That rooted remember their careers. Don't just treat them like players like you. Okay, but here's the thing, though. This is not like they're – They just re- come and go. They're I- just names to me. They're sorry. Well, they're, They suck. Well, they're, they're representing themselves. They're just trying to make some money. Like It ain't it like hurts. they're even playing for the fans. They're playing for then themselves. Then I got to try to defend them. You don't have to try to you defend them. Insane. You don't have to and defend them at do? all. See, if you'd have just watched Slam Ball, you'd have never I watched that trash three minutes. Slam Ball's fun. You think? Would you say the Memphis run in the TBT was fun? No. Slam Ball, when folks are getting dunked on, double clutch windmills, getting met at the rim, that's Dude, fun. Dude, it wasn't even competitive. Stop. Adonis you Thomas would never get stopped in Slam Ball. Okay. I'm telling you, All he right. he who's getting in his way, dude. All right. All right. So we move. Yeah, anyway, uh, congrats on the run there, Memphis Man, TBT. Man, got that for, I Beale think it was, Street Boys. Was that our first win ever in TBT? 
Just turn a punt. Maybe. Who knows? It's over. Runs over. Uh, Jason's investments in Memphis sports. Especially sport. after I decided not to be invested and they get me invested. <laughs> uh, but lo- along with TBT, your other Memphis sports investments were not rewarded this weekend. Is that cap or no cap, Jason Smith? Uh, I attended my first 9-1 FC game thanks to the great Anthony saying the red carpet was rolled out. Now, there aren't wow. as many right. fans coming down the red carpet anymore. Okay. Did, oh. Why not? You know, apparently, it used to be a mob of folks come in beforehand with the drums and all that. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't happen no more. The Irish pub it's, people. It's like yeah. it was like a single line. You oh. know, very. It's smaller. I think a lot of people that were said, upset in that group with the way they no, handled the Ben Pierman situation. I don't know. It. I. I. It. It feels to me like COVID was a was a big hit for them, right? And anyway, I mean, that the team's been successful. It's. It's. I had I had I had uh, hoped for a more raucous atmosphere. People were there. Oh man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to go there. It was not. It was not. It was. It was. It was not well attended. That said, though, in terms of the event itself, that's my first one. John's already been down. Brad, you been? I went to the I think opener. Most people have been by now. Just it's, the opener. I went to the very first one, and I've never been back. And they put on a good show. Still do the guitar thing. Everything else got the big boards. You can see everything. The replays are good. All that kind of stuff. But. No, after after a, a, a night of seeing a big lead blown on Friday night with TBT, get in there, you're up 2-0 early, the kids are up, CJ, Gabe are all dancing, the goals are going up, fireworks going off, and then the, the goalie proceeded to just stink. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the goalie? I don't bunch. know who he – I didn't look for him. I was looking for Knight Pickering, our fantastic uh, young, what, 19, 20-year-old – Teenage phenom, yeah. or he's like, I think he signed his contract when he was 17. He may be 18 now, so yeah. he got mm-hmm. out there late. Uh, my guy Kiss, number 11, a uh, uh, little scorer, mm-hmm. he was active, but but um, no, man, it, in terms of the goalie, didn't have his best night. They come back tied 2-2, whatever. We go back up 3-2. The kids are back. We're going to get a win in the first ever appearance down in 901 FC for Chris and the and his father, and they uh, they give up two goals there in the second half, lose 4-3. So was it was it fun though? Like just like the besides the outcome. I'll tell you what, them workers down there were busting their tails. You know, how, like is it Coke machine, whatever. Yeah, you know, fountain Coke. They were filling it up with cans. And I know that was important to you. She was filling it up with cans. She was busting her tail to get it out in the line. They didn't. Even, the, I don't know if the fountain thing was just off or whatever. We weren't down there on a night where they didn't have electricity. But my point: the workers were busting their tails trying to you know ensure that we had a good time. Yeah. You know, the more I think about it, the more I want to serve them a burger. Okay, well, it's because a, it's if there a, were any winners a, down there it's a cool, on it's Saturday night, a light week. If there were any winners down there, it was the woman that sold me that that hot dog, nacho, two hot dogs, nachos, coke, and a sprite straight out the cans. I'm talking about out the carton, bro, like at the mm-hmm. house, a twelve pack. Well, what, was she supposed to? Seem, was she supposed to just uh, refuse what, your spo- business? That, that's harder to do when you got to crack them open, pour two into each cup. Rather than just have the fountain work, and that's more work on her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What was so the I was fountain about operation? Bust, obviously, it was John. Yeah. If you're listening to my story, now, that's what I'm here. saying. Like yes. she had to. So she I can't say she's no out soda there, for you. She's out there busting her busting her tail. She's sweating trying to pour these cokes for everybody in this line. Nobody's appreciative that it's you know. It's that's not, right. I just want to make sure the right people get the yeah. credit. There were some winners in there. On Absolutely. Saturday night, besides that damn Orange County. Yes. Yes. Good to hear. So uh, you'll be back next week. Yeah, no, I'll be in uh, L.A. Oh, you, you can't you can't be in L.A. the whole time. I mean, there's going to be another match on the pitch. 
But you did your that you did your service. You gave the respect burger to the concession. I really worker. feel like a, my civic duty Th- that's this weekend it. was was served in terms of supporting the Memphis teams and everything. And again, I'd like to thank Anthony Sane for the couple of if uh, if Jason shows up to your um, ancillary sporting event in Memphis, understand that you will be losing. Uh, Memphis Showboats got rocked when you showed up. Man, the Nada One FC lost in dramatic I fashion. I forgot about the Showboats one. They were down seventeen. And numbers. although you weren't there yeah. in physical attendance mm-hmm. of the Memphis TBT, man, I will wreck your stuff. You certainly were invested in in it, and uh, and look what happened to them. Look what befell them. Yeah, maybe I'm the kiss of death. Well, yeah. When you put the mirror up on me like that. You just got to get in there early. You know, you got to get in there. With the showboats, you kind of waited a little too late. You waited until they proved to you that they were worthy they won of five your, in a row, then yeah, I went. Yeah. And then with the, uh, I mean, it's only been four years for the Memphis Island one FC. So, uh, that's. They'd only lost like twice in the past month. Yeah, they're rolling. They're like a lot of decision, a lot of uh, you know ties. Yeah, no, late, look, but I mean, they've been playing well. It, it stinks, but you know, losses come, losses happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I know, and I put a lot on the goalie, but you let us down, bro. <laughs> Damn, jeez, tough man. I tell you what, this is, oh, man. Will Coleman got retired. The uh, the the goalie from Epsilon One FC is getting cut. He I was mean, in yellow. It is uh, it is definitely a bad day uh, to be an athlete. <laughs> My guy in is getting more heat than Dylan Brooks, bro. Oh yeah, J- Jason is a lot harder on these minor leaguers than he is the Grizzlies. <laughs> There's no question. Who was that quarterback that blew it for us with the Cole Kelly? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cole Kelly, yeah, man. Yeah, his worst day ever when I went. Yeah, man. I, I, you really do not hold back on the minor leaguers. I mean, you full. No, but I will protect my own. Oh, my yeah. Own sh- oh, yeah. Chris and Adonis, I will protect them as much That's as right. I can. That's right. They did not. Sue me. I mean, it's the Memphis in me. Adonis took 43s in two games, but it's like, hey, bro, bring him back. Light it. I respect that. He, he changed his body, and he's a three-point shooter that now. That man will bust you out there. Hey, but like, play against Adonis Thomas. Oh, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, why didn't he do that in college? Like, that's all anybody wanted. To, like, he used to take the long twos. Well, that, that? that was the issue is he wanted to be the – he want, He was a big guard. Yeah. But Josh needed him with that body. You needed him inside. That was sort, sort of part of the issue. Adonis was always a big guard. Yeah. You know, who preferred to operate outside on the perimeter. Well, I'm sorry you had a bad weekend. Carmelo, man. I like to call him. Yeah. There, there will be more. Don't worry. There will be more. Uh, well, this is a pretty big story for the Memphis Tigers and Godfather Penny Hardaway. We've been talking about this all weekend because Deshondre Washington, the troubled uh, transfer portal student athlete, and I say that loosely from uh, New Mexico State, uh, Memphis should steer clear of Deshondre Washington from New Mexico State out of the portals. that cap or no cap? Yeah, that's no cap. Uh, and, and the reason that this is coming up is because Leon Taylor of 247 as he often does, uh, sort of dropped a little hint that uh, Deshondre Washington is going to be relevant to Memphis basketball with the uncertainty around uh, Leonard, who we've talked about in the last couple weeks, as now very much uh, uh, you know up in the air as to whether he will ever mm-hmm. make it to campus for a variety of reasons. So uh, with that uh, roster spot, Deshondre Washington, who has been in the portal uh, for a bit now, uh, his name came up. He's he's a guy that averaged twelve and seven last year uh, for New Mexico State. A lot of people don't really follow college basketball at that level. You know, like you got to really know what's going on mm-hmm. to know who Deshondre Washington is. So let me uh, handle that for yeah, you guys. You Nuts and bolts, is, baby. Yeah. Uh, Deshondre Washington was at the center of an eight million dollar lawsuit settlement from New Mexico State to a couple of players. Uh, in the last several months who alleged, among other things, that DeShondre Washington um, 
was uh, told a player to pull his ass out uh, in front of a group of women on a trip. He then told the player it was part of the freshman initiation procedure, and if the freshman didn't do it, then Washington would, quote, grab his nuts. The lawsuit also alleged that Washington exposed a player's backside and forcefully grabbed him, inflicting great pain and humiliation. All of this occurred in front of the women, which only added to the player's degradation. Um, the The season was canceled. The coach was fired. Um, the, uh, the, the school had to settle. $8 million uh, with the players. And I think the coach is now coaching at a, at a community college in Missouri. Like nobody within, uh, you know, nobody in any, NC, in any NCAA institution would come within 10 feet of him. Um, and I would recommend the same for Memphis with Deshondre Washington. He's not even that good. I mean, he shot 40% from the floor and 33% from three. Uh, like I know that there are going to be people out there who 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 say he's uh, can be a good player and all that, but I think you have to measure this by what are the risks and what are the what are the absolute upsides of me bringing in this young man. I mean, Memphis's issues next season um, really are not uh, at guard at wing. I mean, they're they're actually pretty set there. I mean, they've got Kayla Mills, they've got Javon Quinterly, they've got David Jones. Um, you know, you bring in guys like Jalen Young off the bench. Uh, Jaden Hardaway is coming back. Like your wing is 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 pretty good, all things considered. It's your it's your big play that uh, really is is more the question mark without Leonard. And and honestly, I kind of think that shores it up a little bit. If you get DeAndre Williams back, you got Jordan, DeAndre Williams, and uh, and Jordan Brown. If if all of that goes well, this guy's not a big anyway. Um, I, this is just not somebody that I would ever try to vouch for. Um, and, and, and bring it to my program. I, I think Memphis has sort of checked enough boxes here. They've got Mikey Williams still up in the air. They've got an Alabama basketball player. You know, you don't need to bring in the booty bandit to try to uh, fi- okay. finish it all off. Alrighty. Like, he's just not worth the trouble. You know, the 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 y- y- this kid cost his university, in part, $8 million, got his season canceled, got his coach fired because of his behavior. I mean, you can sit here and you can try to justify it. You can say, hazing, and this goes on, and la, la, la. I'm not inviting that dude into my program. If he averaged 25 points a game and 10 points and 10 rebounds and shot 48% from three, mm. different different <laughs> different equation. But this guy is not even more anywhere close to in terms of production taking on that risk. Um, and there's a reason why you don't hear much about schools pursuing him. He's been in the portal for a bit and he's still there. Uh, so I would let that dog lie, big homie. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I mean I'm, uh, I've seen second chances, third chances work, and I'm not going to sit here and uh, uh, say this kid will never make her, that he mis- uh, made a mistake he can't come back from. You're right, he cost his university. Uh, the number that sticks out to me that I would add is the, the 33.8 minutes uh, he's used to averaging. Mm. You know, mm. t- t- back to your question, is it worth it? This is going to be a guy that comes in and expects to play and – for me, right now, the questions are in the front court, especially with the status of Lennard up in the air. And so if I'm addressing anything right now, it's that. It's it's the front court. Rather than adding another wing to a mix that's got some veterans out there, John, particularly if you're putting David Jones at three, Caleb Mills at the two, and Quinterly out there. So so I, I, if he can't play the four, right, and, and it, it's a guy that comes in and thinks, okay, well, I'm supposed to be averaging 30 minutes, does that work? Penny's been very careful in putting this puzzle back together. And it's a puzzle you basically had to bust up because it started this offseason with, what, six freshmen signed, Mikey Williams, you got to depend on him. You had to bust up the whole thing, put it back together. I just don't think 
adding this guy necessarily goes with with your approach. You know, with making the pieces fit right could be wrong, could work out, but I would I would lean your way that I would I would look elsewhere right now, particularly when I could use more fortifying in terms of rebounding, blocking shots, particularly if I'm not going to have a guy ranked number six in the country defensively in college basketball in Lenard. I want a guy more along those lines. Absolutely. And even if it's revisiting a Malcolm Dandridge situation. So Way it seems more like preferable. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather add that at this point, something that I know is going to fit in my new puzzle. Right. And like, I just don't even want to have to vouch for this kid's character at this point. Right? Like, I don't even. Questions, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. Like, why? It just seems why, like more work. Why would you do that? You don't have to. Well, maybe maybe he's had, you know, they've told, he's had, Penny's got an understanding. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm not saying it couldn't work in yeah. terms of you coming here, him not having any problems, particularly when it comes to fitting in. You're coming off this. John, as newsy as all this was, like he's got to come in on his best behavior. Like you we would know, think, but it, his, it, it could, it, from, from a from a him not messing up standpoint, it could go well. But it could screw you up on the basketball court. You're just adding a mouth to feed a guy that's expecting shots and uh, hasn't been particularly good with the ones he's gotten. Like, yeah, like I'm I, good on the wing. Right. If I'm Penny well, Hardaway. Yeah, from a basketball perspective, I mean, a lot of that is, like, if, again, if this was a guy that averaged 30 and 20 as, as, a, as, a, as a foreman who, who shot, that, you know, great from three, okay, like, you know, people are willing to forgive a lot of things. That's assuming, again, everything, Jones is coming, right. everything's good with, with everybody that we've got in the fold so far. But, you know, you look. Know, other than Teofilo. This is not a speeding ticket that this kid did. I mean, this was, like, repeated behavior, a repeated pattern of, like, uh, uh, exploiting, you know, teammates. Like, that's a huge problem. It's a huge red flag for me. Well, and does a guy like him put a guy like uh, Pierre, do you set him further? You know, because some of these guys you're going to want to keep. You're going to want to develop. You're going to want to play a little bit. You slot them back now in the pecking order. Well, what are they doing next year? Are they staying with you after a year of development, after barely playing because another, you know, veteran came in here and got in front of them in the log jam? At some point, some of these guys, you're going to want to get out there, see what they got. Yep. So you can bring them back and you're not replacing 12 of 13 every single offseason. We've said Penny can do that. But it's just so damn hard. You don't yeah. want to be in that position. And I think, I think, like, I get it. You know, if you're Penny, you feel like you've done such a, you know, you've got such a good track record for the most part of of, of giving guys chances that you just feel like, well, it's it's worked for me so much in the past. But in, in at some point, it is bound not to. And I would really hate to have a season wrecked by this dude who's coming in here trying to take people's pants down and touch their butts. Now you know darn well he's not going to do none of that up in Memphis, up in here. I mean, I can't with the say headlines that. that are following him from here. Well, you would think not, but I mean, I, this this. I kid's, don't know. I said John Moran never go on social media again. His Twitter you know, handle but, is no yeah. good. Like that is like he's his well, cards it, it on is the table. Poor decision is. But again, I told you this stuff. You act like that, that Northwestern Hazen thing. This stuff's everywhere, man. Oh, I know it's everywhere, but like it's who, still everywhere. It, it ain't with getting, the sexual stuff. It ain't, is what's it ain't, crazy it ain't, it ain't to getting me. seasons canceled. It ain't you know costing schools eight million dollars. It ain't getting coaching no, staff right. fired. I mean, yeah. I, mean no, it, it, I think his situation clearly crossed the line. You know, and I'm look. I'm not naive to think, oh, it was only happening in New Mexico State. But my point is, like, you you have a choice on your own volition. Do I want to invite this person into my program, which has previously always had a pretty good culture? And I would say no. I would say that that would be a and bad decision. And that is decision. fine and fair. My, I think the bigger, the first question you ask yourself is: Does is it worth it? Does he fit? Right. And that answer first is no. Before I even have to get into the, you know, is he going to be a bad kid if he comes with me? He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't fit the puzzle right now. Yeah. The way the pennies put together, in my estimation, perhaps uh, Penny feels much differently about it. To AAC Media Days, Ryan Silverfield will sell hope tomorrow during his session in AAC Media Days. Is that cap or no cap? Uh, well, yeah, I think that is probably the only thing that he can do. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think that the, uh, oh, we're young or, oh, we had turnover or, oh, we're this, we're that is, is, is really going to, uh, resonate. Certainly 
uh, with anybody uh, sitting on the table here across from me. So I think there is Don't a bring me in there, is, there, there is no, but I mean, look, Brian got a lot to pr- prove to the people. It's time, and, and for, it, right? It's time. For, I don't know what you can say on it. Yeah, like there's no, you know, excuses other are than, other than it's time. A hundred percent. You know, th- really, the message needs to be: uh, we've been here for four years. Uh, it's five. No, thir- what years is this? Year four. So twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty. This year four. We're going into year four, right? It is time to deliver. It is time to deliver yeah. on. Um, if it know. had been more eventful, you'd know what year right. it was for Ryan Silverfield, well, huh? Well, COVID and everything. Well, okay, okay. What, what bowl was that? I mean, they would have won the Hawaii Bowl, no doubt. They got canceled. Yeah, this is this Hawaii is for Montgomery, Hawaii was, yeah. the, was the one, and then first responder they won. Yeah, the well, first responder they won in, in domineer, domineering fashion. I guess that's just not enough Pro for you. tied for eighth last year at three and five in the conference. Yeah, look, that's not good enough. Not even close. Like, y'all not stop telling me. Get, we used to kill Tubby for saying, "Hey, no, I'm with fifth. You. I'm with finish you. fifth. I'm with. What you. do y'all want? I'm with you. 100%. We killed him for it. Now, look, it's it's just complicating when you start getting into postseason wins and everything like that. But look, there is no doubt it is time for Ryan Silverfield to deliver in the AAC and have a winning record in the AAC. Like, and and it not be close, right? I mean, this is a watered down, diluted AAC that does not have the best pl- uh, programs and the best players anymore." Uh, relative to what it had last year. So, yeah, it needs to be a message of we feel like with Seth Hennigan coming back for his third year here, we feel like we are in position to, you know, take command of, of this league. I mean, I think that has to be the message in some way, shape, or form. I mean, because it is time. You know, I, I, I can't – I don't think anybody really can listen to any other, you know, way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, less less hope, more assertiveness is yeah. the way I would, I would approach it if I'm Ryan Silverfield – Giannato said a version of the same thing. Like it's the 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 old, you know, what you've done is not working. Just in terms of building excitement and everything else. And so, rather than selling hope, and we hope this comes together, and we've got these young guys that we hope develop, it's time to say no. It's time for now. Assertiveness. We're going to do this now. It's been a disappointing last two years, particularly in conference play. You you admit that. You you take hold of that and you embrace that, and you say this is not the standard. It's not what I came into and expected to hold up. And and if, if you're being honest with you, it's dropped off on, on my watch. So it's on me to get it back. That That's, to me, the sort of accountability I think the program and the fans deserve right now. Not saying we hope it comes together, but that it's going to and it's going to this season. I, I think that's the way you get people back involved, to get eyes back on this program. And, of course, the, the ultimate way is you follow that up with wins. But, dude, with the you know transfer portal, uh, everything else, the guys they've got back on defense, on offense, this should be a, a, a team that's that's winning nine games this season. Yeah, agreed. That's Jason Smith. John Martin bathed in the purifying waters of Lake Minnetonka this weekend. Is that cap or no cap? So just some background, if you have not heard, uh, Germantown residents, for the most part, uh, have not had water since Thursday. We've been under this, uh, you know, this water advisory to only use water for flushing toilets because – there was a diesel leak from a generator into the uh, into the reservoir there, and so they have spent the last four days trying to get it out of the water. And I got to tell you, on Saturday, I was like, "Let me try to smell it. Let me like start the rot water, run the water, and if I don't smell it, I'm gonna take a shower in it. You know, I'm gonna make it quick." And I did not smell anything in it. And I, not only did I uh, take a shower, I also shaved in it. So there, there's no cap. I absolutely 
did bathe in the purifying waters of Lake Minnetonka this weekend. And so far, so good. Uh, I have not smelled anything in my house. I know some people are saying that they have in theirs. But, look, this is a this is a crisis at this point. I mean, four to five days this has gone on for the majority of Germantown. And I will say this. I, I would be I would be um I'd be hypocritical if I came on here last week and and railed against MLGW but made excuses for Germantown. Germantown has handled this about as poorly as you can from a, a public front facing perspective. We have we get like one update a day. <laughs> and it's like at like nine thirty. They're like, Oh, sent more tests. See you tomorrow. Uh ultimately your residents have been without water. They can't bathe. They can't do laundry. They can't drink water for four freaking days, man. And we deserve around-the-clock updates. Hey, this hour, this happened. This hour, that happened. This hour, that happened. The idea that we have not gotten that as Germantown residents, to me, suggests that you guys need outside help, that you guys need federal help, that this is so beyond your own scope of what you can handle at this level that you need you need Joe Biden at this point. Like, you don't need Bo Mills, who I hear great things about. You need Joe Biden. So, um, it's just, it's just, it was an awful week, man. I mean, everywhere you turn, you're getting failed by your public services. You're getting failed by MLGW. You're getting failed by your, your water system. Like, it's just been an absolute disaster. No way uh, uh, of dressing that up. So, I would recommend um, Germantown to up their communication skills. Your residents deserve better. Uh, than what you have provided in that sense. I don't doubt that they're trying to get it right. I don't doubt that they're trying to fix the situation. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep your people in the loop, man. You got to let your people know what's going on. And these like 9:30 tweets, like, okay, check back tomorrow night for the latest. Like that is not enough. Understand that. So uh, you're failing your 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 residents in 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 several ways. Uh, so I, I bathe. I'm not gonna do it again because uh, you know unless I smell it or unless I don't smell it. But uh, I'll go to Memphis and, and bathe if I have to. But what an absolute calamity. What a disaster this has been, Jason, for our infrastructure well, this week. That was only a quick sort of quick bath or a quick shower that you said, told me you were going to it was, take. It was why, did, why did you add the shaving? Because uh, it was just time, dude. My, you know, I was, it was getting out of control. Okay. You know, sometimes I, like, sometimes I get to a point where I, it just it's, – And you it's, could not smell it. Right Could not smell underneath it. Underneath your nose. Could not smell it. So, I mean, obviously if I'd have smelled it, right. you know, that would have been a different uh, – a different situation altogether, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to joke about this at all. I, I, I feel for everybody out there that's having to go through this. Uh, awful. It's all the lines out in Germantown for water. Yeah, free giveaways. I mean, to everything me, that's else. like this the. Is, uh, listen, you, you, it, it feels like they're not used to having oh, to being under this sort of scrutiny, clearly. and that's why we saw such nervousness in the press conference and everything else. I mean, it was. But there should whew, be. They never been been under a heat lamp like this in a while. The only thing they used to talk about them, them parties. But here's the thing: them, this party will not happen. They, Remember how they filled it up? Yeah. They uh, bigger issues out there, bro. Clearly. There should, infrastructure there issues. There should be a press conference every day. Right, like there should be. They're not used to that. I there, understand bro. that, but y'all but, are slow rolling. Out but there. but y'all but, are used to slow. Those days are gone now, right? So now there has there has to be accountability for you know yeah you're 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 California slow rolling for the last twenty thirty years and you don't have to face the heat like this. Okay, well now the heat is here, and like you and Brad is the heat is here. Well, like I, I I think about like man, what if what if this was during the school year and I had to send my kid to school, you know, and she can't bathe and she can't you know. I mean, we, we don't have water to get. Like, it's just an absolute no, that's disaster. That's, that's, that's tough. It's a disaster. 
uh, that is like it's Germantown, so people are like whatever. But I mean, it's a it's a it's a FEMA situation. It clearly is because FEMA, bro. Bro, we have no update on I, when this stuff well, is going to change. Them, some people are back, right? It's a well, part, like ten percent of, of the ten percent of the viewing area. Like one little section is back, but I mean, we have no uh, clarity on when the rest of it will be able to be used. And then even when it is, we have to go through a bunch of different steps to flush the system and all of that. And yeah. even like, is it safe? I don't buy that it was a hundred gallons in a, in a four point two. A hundred gallons for this? Like, uh, clearly it was more than a hundred. Right. Clearly, so. Again, failure on every on every level uh, from Germantown's government. I mean, I you know I know it's a small town, so what do you really expect? But I don't know. Uh, it, anything would have been better than this press conference daily. The stupid tweets ain't enough. Do better. To the NFL, the Titans throwbacks with the Oilers logo are a top five. Germantown could use those. Uh, a top five jersey in the NFL. Cap or no cap? We need less oil in Germantown. Yeah, exactly. Not, uh, not diesel. I mean, I, 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 this is this. Honestly, it feels like a little bit too far for a job promotion, like fuel in your water. Like it just right. the fuels, we don't even like them that much. So this just feels like Nike is doing a bit too much in terms of the promotion in Germantown. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like uh, top five. I'd say yeah. I'd, I'd put them at five. The, the throwbacks, I like them. Those are classics. Um, those are the old moon ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Moon's what got me into fantasy football. You would, would you that. would you rock a uh, the, the run and shoot DeAndre Hopkins Oilers jersey? Would I rock it? No. How about I, a, I get one for Chris though, bro. How come Chris just gets everything? I mean, he gets that. You don't get nothing. Well, kid, jerseys are for kids, as you know. So you won't wear a jersey to the you Bears. Don't, you game. don't. You don't. I think most time you just keep them on your wall. Now you graduated manhood. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, mean, I don't it, see you coming here and wearing them. We had a. Remember very early on in our in our yes, show, we yes. talked about jerseys and everything. And like, I just think you've come on to manhood. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I have jerseys a, uh, are for walls for yeah. men, right? Unless you just freaking McCully out here and you got right. thirty eight inch guns, right? And, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's wearing like the medium John Moran jerseys to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand why. Exactly. You know, he's showing off. Yeah, uh, we get it. But for men, it's up on the wall, or for kids, right? That's the way I look at it. So that's why Chris gets it, John. Okay, if you, if you must know. Every bit of my yeah. you know, parenting yes. decisions. Yes. Uh, if you were going to buy one, though, to hang on your wall, which one would it be? Oh, I'd go back and get a throwback moon. What are we talking you about? Get, you get the throwback yeah, warm just give moon. Me a yeah, right. I mean, uh, you're not going to go wrong with a Derrick Henry, though. He will always be a Titan, even if he spends the he next will. couple of years he will. somewhere else, finishes off his career. So I think a Derrick Henry throwback uh, Oilers would be pretty cool as well. Yeah. I, but I, th- I, I think it's a, it's a good touch. You ain't going to get a Tannehill. No, you know? no, no, no. You could get a Steve McNair one. Yeah, McNair will be a exactly. Go. He should be on the list. Uh, trying to think who. Oh, uh, Eddie George, of course. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of your Mount Rushmore of of Titans jerseys, right? Derrick Henry, Eddie George, Warren Moon, Steve McNair. I like that. I mean, I don't think there's anybody else. I don't think do. I'd mess with that four. Right I mean, there. somebody that's might. That's a pretty good four off the top of your head, right there. Somebody that's, might it's the right four. They might make the uh, Javon Curse argument. No. Okay. Not above the four you got. Right. Give them to me again. McNair. McNair, Eddie George, Eddie Warren George, Moon, Warren and uh, Derrick Henry. Two running backs, two quarterbacks. Yeah. That's it. What about Wycheck? What, like Campbell. What about Earl Campbell? Somebody put I him don't on think there. so. Wycheck wouldn't break the list. He wouldn't break the top four. They did love him. For them some, some people, he would. Wycheck. Yeah. Um, they were, like, Who was the tiny? Oh, Delaney. 
after him. Yeah, not Delaney. He was better. Delaney he, was better, though. He, yeah, he, he, yeah. Like from a receiving standpoint. Yeah, he was. But he wouldn't break into this Mount Rushmore. That's a strong Mount Rushmore right there. Derek Mason? The brothers. Is he beloved? It's a brotherhood right there, Mount Rushmore. Derek Mason? Uh-huh. He's beloved, but not, on, not to that Not extent. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like where you got to have his jersey. Haywood Jeffries. Yeah. Well, either way, there's the uh, Chris Johnson. I mean, 2K, bro. Chris Johnson would probably make a top 10 of. He just didn't do uh, it long Titans enough. fans top 10. Right. It was so quick. It's like, yeah. hey, it's coming. Yeah, exactly right. If he'd have done it for like four or five more years. They were talking about him years. the other day, though, about how he cashed in, Whew. got the money back in yeah. those days, boy. He held out and got his. Absolutely right. Absolutely Doesn't right. happen anymore. They unveiled those jerseys over the weekend. So, uh, nice nice look, for sure. Yeah, I don't mind. For the Tennessee Titans. All right, we'll come back. Lots more to come here on the show. Jason Fitz going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, I'd be trying to finish. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm ESPN. Every NFL team has reported uh, to training camp. Week one of the preseason starts August the 10th. Of course, we get that Hall of Fame game on August the 3rd. Uh, and then officially after that, <clears throat> the, uh, the week one of the preseason will begin after that. ESPN has a piece up about uh, question marks for each team, Jason, uh, going into uh, going into training camp. And we'll just do the relevant, the relevant teams around here. Uh, for the Bears, can Justin Fields become a franchise QB? That's what Courtney Cronin wants to know. Can he become a franchise quarterback, Jason? If you were answering this question in the blurb below, what would you say? Uh, the answer is yes. The answer Very is yes simple, for yeah. Jason. Let's get to uh, let's get to Dallas and Pittsburgh and uh, some of oh, the. Oh wow! Local, I mean, it's just that simple, Titans, huh? Some of the local teams, you it's, know, you and I can have a sentence, and that's all we really need to pay attention to. Let's. Yeah, there are local teams that are contenders, even though you don't want to give the Titans that credit. They're I would certainly call contenders them a contender. in their division. Yes, which is like a uh, it's like the it's like a short person. It's about medal. trying to keep the window open, John. Uh, and they did for one more season. Uh, Tennessee Titans can the offense improve under Tim Kelly, the new OC? Only four teams scored fewer points than the Titans Ooh. last year. That's it. We know the receivers were ranked thirtieth in receiving yards. Yes. Yes, uh, but uh, but they did add DeAndre Hopkins, so that would uh, you know help mm-hmm. their in theory help their case there. Uh, let's see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's question is Calvin Austin. What's he going to do in year two? Can Kenny Pickett pick up where he left off at the end of last season? Uh, he over the last five, uh, excuse me, the seven games of his season last year, 
He threw five touchdowns and just one pick. I mean, he did get better as the season went on. Um, I don't know. He feels like a uh, he feels like a Flutie to me, like a Doug Flutie type QB, where like the you know the measurables aren't necessarily amazing, but he just like finds ways to make plays and throws and wins. Yep. He's going to. Uh, they're going to give him every chance. And it was funny to hear Calvin Austin describe him last week with us. Uh, his second-year receiver, describe him as a dog because I heard that description, particularly of him again. And when when you're using that sort of dog description, the the guy's already got the respect in the locker room. Like they were talking about Pickett will get into fights. Calvin was telling us about him. Like he's that kind of dude. So that's important very early on for a young quarterback is to have that buy-in, not just from your head coach but from the guys around you in that locker room. And it seems like for the little bit that he's shown and little bit of body of work because he hadn't had much time, uh, that they that he's earned their respect at least in that you know to that degree. That's a start. Uh, he's got to learn to you know not bail out. That that's the instinct for him right now. Stay in there, throw the ball, fields. That's one of the things for him. Uh, it's one of the things for all young quarterbacks. I, I like him, and I think he's under the uh, under the right guy in Tomlin because you got a guy that's going to believe in you and give you every chance. Absolutely. Um, Cowboys can Dak Prescott avoid the interception problem that he had last season? He was tied for the NFL lead in interceptions last year with 15 despite playing just 12 games. His interception rate was 3.8%. In his first six seasons, his interception rate was 1.7%. So he doubled his interception rate, um, and that clearly was a problem. And it's going to be a problem always in this league where the margin of error is nil, basically. But And we'll talk about this with Fitz. I mean, if I'm a Cowboy fan, and I know like they, they do this anyway every single year because that's who they are, but this would actually be a year where I'm like, okay, we could actually get to the NFC Championship game. We could actually get to a Super Bowl. NFC is wide open. Yeah, because the only team that I'm really worried about is the one that's in my division, if I'm being honest. I mean, they had every opportunity against the 49ers last year on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, it was Purdy, but it's got to be Purdy again, most likely. Um, so I, I look at them saying, okay, we run that back. Maybe we have home field this go around. Um, it'd be different. And then I look at Philly. I mean, I, I believe Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, no doubt about that. But is he as good as he showed last season in the Super Bowl? Like, I think we'll have to see. Like, I don't know. I'm just sort of talking myself in it. Well, yeah, they haven't done it year to year yet. Right, exactly. So until that happens, you know, I think it's fair to just ask the question. So past those two teams, like, who are you worried about in the NFC? Nobody, really. I mean, I don't think there's even anybody that's close to the top three in the NFC. Like, I think there is such a massive gap. Unless I'm just missing somebody off the top of my head, I think there is such a massive gap between the top three in the NFC and everybody else. Like, it, and like sure looks that way right whereas now. Whereas in the AFC, it's oh, like it's you have a top t- ten, really. Uh, and in the NFC, you have really, to me, three teams that, vie, that are going to vie for an NFC championship. So, yeah, like, you know, I mean, Rodgers is gone from Green Bay. The Vikings are are going to fall off because they don't have Dalvin and and uh, Kirk's just hard to rely on year in and year out. Saints are starting over with Derek Carr, and I'm not convinced on Dennis Allen. Bucks lost Brady. You know the Commanders are a mess. The Rams are a mess. They're rebuilding. Uh, I mean maybe the Lions, but it's still the Lions, still Detroit. Still got to prove it. Yeah, like I, I I'm not necessarily there with them. So I mean I just I don't really uh, you know. There are teams that are maybe going to be on the come up in a year or two, like the Bears potentially, but they're not ready to compete today. Correct. So, if I'm the if I'm the Cowboys, man, this needs to be the year. You know, this needs to be the year you get to a Super Bowl for well, me. Well, no, nobody knows that better than Mike McCarthy. And I, he's it. You've won 12 games the past two years. You're still coaching for your job. 
and rightfully so, because this thing's so wide open. Um, and it, particularly this year, you, you basically blamed your OC last year in terms of firing him, moving on from him, and you're taking on play-calling duties. It's all on you now. It goes back to where you started this, Dak Prescott. He will be better. Uh, I was hard on Dak last year. He made some bad decisions. That thing was 15 picks, you said, tied for the league league and league lead. And some of those, in his defense, um, were dropped passes. Right. right? Uh, you, you, all 15 were on him, but clearly the decision-making took a step back last year. Uh, McCarthy, again, you've won 12 games past two years, and Philly has not done it on a year-to-year basis. You've been right there. You know, your owner went out and gets Brandon Cooks invested in that offense, being explosive and high-powered defensively. You've gotten arguably best defensive player in the game. So there are no excuses. As wide open as it is, it is a must that Dallas look at this as a, a year. We're not just winning the division, but getting to the Super Bowl. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, so that's uh, what they had to ask about uh, the Cowboys. Who else do we want to hear from? We'll see what the Ray have to say about the Raiders. Is Jimmy Garoppolo at upgraded QB over Derek Carr? Not going to really matter. I don't think we're going to ever get to a point in this season where it matters for them because I don't believe in this guy's ability to stay healthy behind an offensive line that looks like the Raiders. I just don't see it. I mean, it's one thing to be behind the San Francisco line, the New England line for your entire career. It's one thing to be coached by those coaching staffs. Like, this is not that. Like, that's why I'm very bearish on the entire project because I just think the culture is going to be so much blatantly worse than the personnel is going to be so much blatantly worse than what he's been used to. Like, that's why Brock Purdy is a guy that can step in as a seventh round, mystery relevant, and lead that team to the NFC Championship game because that is so insulated. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.